Hello and welcome to the Sobo Lens Podcast. This is Jim and Joe sharing their stories and life experiences. Sobo today for a better tomorrow. This is Life Through the Sobo Lens. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 12 of the Sobo Lens Podcast. I'm Jim and as always I'm here with my Sobo sidekick Joe. Hey Joe. Hello Jim. Uh, this week, this week's episode is a freeform episode, so we'll talk about whatever comes to mind. Today in Massachusetts, for those that don't live here, we got blasted with snow. It always looks nice like a postcard, and it's fun to deal with outside for about 20 minutes or so, then it becomes a pain. I will say, I wish my son was a little bit older so we could take him sledding. I mean, we could take him out now in the, in the weather, but it wouldn't be worth it to me. 45 minutes to dress him for 15 minutes outside just doesn't seem worth it. Joe, do you have anything to add? Yeah, uh, I took uh, my daughter outside today for a little while. Um, not for a long time. It was pretty cold and windy, but uh, she enjoyed it for the few minutes she was outside. I, I was a little jealous because there were people pulling their kids around in their little sleds with the strings on them outside but don't have that so couldn't do that but she stayed out for a couple minutes and then i cleaned the cars and whatnot but uh it was a good time uh i'm glad she saw it and she's older she still kind of a little too young for you know really playing and getting the gist of it but she enjoyed it for what it is yeah i hear you that's that's like uh my son too it's He's, I think he's nine months younger than Angelina, something like that, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, he just, he's a little too young. You know, we looked at the snow out the window and uh, it's, it's, he's, a, he's a little too young. Yeah. So it was beautiful hope- out, outside. I mean, it did look like a winter wonderland to steal a corny phrase. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it goes with the season and, like I said, it looks like a postcard, and it it's, looks awesome. And then you go outside for, you know, 20 minutes, half hour, or you're commuting to work. Thankfully, I was remote today. You're commuting to work, and it's just there's 25-minute delays on the T, and it's a shit show. Anyway, I'm not taking – I'm not bringing the, uh, the bad vibes into the podcast, but, you know, that's all I got. I was glad to be off today. Yeah, I, I hear you with that. Um, I don't know who would have showed up at my work today. I, I mean, I can't imagine most people would have showed up. It was it, where I was. I mean, we got we got quite a bit, and I mean, it was snowing until you know mid afternoon where I am. Um, so I mean, they're still out in my parking lot plowing the cars out because I, I you know we were like buried in it. It took me a while to even try to pull out of the spot so they could plow. Uh, it was kind of a pain in the ass. I could smell the I could smell the rubber from the tires. <laughs> I I hey I was talking to my wife and I said we said what was that? We both looked out the window. We heard a loud boom and a, a plow dropped their blade. Ooh. And it sounded she was like it felt like an earthquake. I said someone's car probably got hit. That's what the probably was. Oh my god. You know, but I, uh, it took a while to clean the car off. Uh, it was, I mean, it was covered. There was like at least like eight inches of snow on my car. And I had 
started my car last night remotely when it started, like so that the windshield wipers would go on uh, and defrost and all that. But then by the time I woke up this morning, I mean, it was, it didn't matter. I had to go out and do it because they wouldn't even work. (laughs) Nothing like manual labor, huh? Oh, it was, it it was just, I had to like slog through it too, because literally there's snow banks like around the cars. And I don't know if it was from the wind or their plows, but like it was up to almost my waist just to get to the door of the car. So I was soaked by the time I was done. I mean, it was just snowbank around the whole car. So it wasn't fun. (laughs) I was soaked. I don't mean to, I don't mean to sound like I I don't like the snow because I love winter and I love the cold. Um, I like the cold more than the heat myself. And I'm, I'm on a silver app and I see all these people. Oh, we heard you got hit with snow. Send us pictures. And <laughs> I wish I could mail you some of the snow. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, so I know last week you said to try and watch a Christmas movie mm-hmm. for this week. And I said to Kara, I'm going to try and watch Elf before the podcast. And she said, oh, you guys are doing it. And I said, yeah, well, you know, we'll talk about it or whatever. I try to, we stream. Um, we don't have cable. We have a Roku. Mm-hmm. Um, so I logged on. It's not on Hulu. It's not on Netflix. Mm-hmm. It, it wasn't on anything. And then you had to pay. Yeah. And it's a Christmas movie. Attention, big media, Hulu, Netflix, and everyone else put Christmas movie. You know, I don't want to see Home Alone again for the for the fiftieth time. Right. TV, all these big cable, all these big channels and networks, switch it up. You know, not not talking about Christmas. Um, Carol loves Harry Potter, as does everyone else. I am going to get lambasted for this, but I kind of don't. Um, I watch it for her, but every weekend it's, we have a running joke. She'll go, it's Harry Potter weekend. Come up with something new. Yeah. The, I you mean, know, I think like it up. the sci-fi channel does Harry Potter like every week now. No, it feels that, like... That, like I said, that's the, that's the joke. It's she, before it was, you know, once a month and yeah. she'd be like, it's Harry Potter weekend and they get all excited. <laughs> now the running joke is guess what it is. It's Harry Potter weekend. And it's like, <laughs> okay. Right. <laughs> You know, I, you know me. I like I like music more than TV. Anyway, man, I I I have my my ten of twenty movies that I really enjoy. Um, and but I like I'd rather listen to records and music all day. I was listening to a lot of music today too. I today was a manscaping uh, man grooming day. After I sloshed through the snow, I had to line up the beard and shower and whatnot. So I listened to. Listening to some good tunes. I listened to uh, L.A. Woman record by The Doors. That's always a good one. Um, I listened That's my classic. What else came on? There was like the, after that, like automatically played like uh, like Deep Purple, and uh, I think I listened to the Unplugged Clapton record today too. That's always pretty good. Um, you use uh, you use Amazon, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I I had Clapton on the last few days. Uh, I listen to Pat Garrett and Billy the Kid, the Bob Dylan album. That's always a good one. I always forget yep. that um, Knocking on Heaven's Door started on that album. Totally it, forgot. And it was on 20 of his other albums. Right. I mean, but that was, I think, the original one. Uh, and so he probably was thinking about Billy the Kid when he wrote it. 
but yeah, and then uh, Clapton covered that, didn't he? Clapton covered uh, that. He, yes, he did. Yes, he did. As did uh, Axl Rose. <laughs> yeah, Guns N' Roses, yeah. So that's that's a good one. That's uh, That was a good record. Pat Garrett, a lot of instrumental stuff on that. And uh, I find that uh, Joe and I being big record collecting nuts, um, we want the best possible source. So mm-hmm. we, do, uh, we deal with Mophie a lot. Uh, Mofi is a mobile fidelity sound lab, or we call them Mofis or Mofis for short. They deal with, it seems like three or four artists primarily. Mm-hmm. Uh, they deal with Dylan. They deal with the dead, uh, the Grateful Dead. They deal with the doors and a couple others, but I think they have every, they have a lot of Dylan uh, high quality stuff. That yeah. It's just uh, our, our dear friend, Rich just picked up, the Blood on the Tracks box Ooh. set. Uh, I believe it was Blood on the Tracks. It was either Blood on the Tracks or Blonde on Blonde. Yeah. Um, I'd like to he, get both. <laughs> he, he, uh, me too. Uh, hopefully Santa's listening. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're both. I think they're both long sold out. He got. He got it. I think he got it on eBay or something or from some seller. But you know, the the thing about the the high quality records i love them i love analog productions as well when you buy a 45 now they make 45 rpm records in 12 inch um the quality is unbelievable but it's like two or three songs aside and you're flipping the record yeah yeah so they, they they'll take an album that has that has 10 or 12 songs and instead of having six songs aside on a 33 rpm record now it's a 45 RPM record and it's, you know, two records. Yeah, yeah. But the, quali- the quality is unbelievable, as is the price point. <laughs> yeah. But if, yeah. You want, if you want the, you know, if you want the best quality, you have to pay. Um, you you, you got to pay for what you want. Absolutely. I, uh, I, I, I really would like to get the blood on the tracks and, and blonde on blonde to a lesser extent. Um, blood on the tracks is probably my favorite Dylan record. Um, that that that's just something that speaks to me and that I've always really enjoyed. Um, I, I have a I have a handful of Dylan. Um, I don't think I have any Mofi, but I have a hand. We I think we both have the greatest hits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good for one. a for for a while. Joe and I were amassing our record collections, and <laughs> we'd uh, we'd do a kind of like me and Rich do the record exchange now. Uh, Rich and I do the record exchange once a month and we do between four to six records and um we use discogs and kind of go off of what the other person likes and try not to get doubles and stuff of that nature but i know for a while you and i were when we did our usually our christmas exchange we would well, I would buy a record for me, and I'd buy the same record for you. So we have a lot of doubles, right. which is good because now we can talk about those records in depth. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was here. We you know? we did that for about two or three years. <laughs> um, I I I'm glad, as I always say, I'm glad I wanted to get this podcast off the ground after the new year. I'm glad I chose to start it. Uh, I don't know now, three months ago or so, mm-hmm. and. Uh, because now after the new year we're going to have guests on and become more interactive and mm-hmm. we have a bunch of new stuff planned so 
you won't you won't get a lot of these filler episodes, even though we love them, but they'll they should become less. Right. So to all those that are rocking with us, we like talking, we like rocking. Thank you for being with us, and uh, the episodes will get more content intensive mm-hmm. as we go on. We're just honing the craft and having a good time doing it and helping others. That's it. I, I absolutely. I I really look forward to doing this weekly. Um, the you know it's it's hard to do with us both having kids, but luckily our wives let us you know get some time away and take care of the kids. And uh, you're not working, I'm not working, so we work it out. So our guests, you know, will intertwine with them and we'll make that work as well. It'll be, they always say, it'll be interesting. They always, they always say, if you want something, you have to work at it. Right. And here we are. We're working it. <laughs> We're working it. I, uh, I, it's funny you say, so did, I know we got off topic because we usually, we usually do me and Jim, but, uh, uh did you end up watching elf? No. So no. Oh, okay. Um, it, it I was like, I, I don't, it was like, you know, six nine and I'm I'm like I'm not. It's Christmas. Yeah. I still have I'm, I'm I still have the cable, so it was on AMC or one of. The, I, That's what it is. They want me to subscribe yeah. to AMC, and I'm you know that, I'm not. That um, AMC Plus I, seems pretty good though, but then it's like I'm gonna have subscriptions to like a hundred things, so that I might as well just pay for cable. You know what I mean? Like it's that that. That's the dilemma. Like, <laughs> you know, to every to everyone out there that's debating cutting cable that hasn't do it. But when you do it, know that you won't get everything you want. No, you won't. If you like if if you like sports, you can go other routes and get sports. But you will not. In order to get everything cable gives you, you'll end up paying everyone an arm and a leg. So you'll pay for Hulu. You'll pay for Netflix. Mm-hmm. If you have a kid, you'll pay for Disney Plus. Then I, I don't want to run down the gamut, but I enjoy not having cable. Uh, we just have it for internet, and I we I like you have the faster internet because mm-hmm. when you do what we do, you couldn't have the low package, right. or otherwise it would be buffering and you'd hear us like this. Yeah. <laughs> so. I uh, I ended up watching like I want to say the last quarter or, uh, or half of elf because i didn't i just didn't catch the beginning but i i do want to sit down and watch it through before christmas or on christmas um i also caught the end i keep catching the end probably on the same spot of your uh christmas vacation and well that's i have i haven't (laughs) watched you know i that christmas vacation to me is like a just like a almost like a december 23rd I like watching Christmas Vacation right before Christmas Story. And like I said before, every year when you watch 24 Hours of Christmas Story, every year I fall asleep watching the movie and then I get up and it's in the same friggin'. Spot. I know, I know. <laughs> so I, I only end up watching it like once or twice, even though it's on for 24 it's hours. It's always the same part and of the movie and, when I wake up. And and, th- and this is me not to <laughs> you know? It wasn't just a drunk Last, thing. But, yeah, it's, it's just life. It's it's Groundhog Day. Well, it is because it with Christmas Vacation, I keep turning it on because I'm like, ooh, Christmas Vacation's on. So I'm like, I turn it on, and it's exactly the same part. It's when uh, uh, Bill Murray, Brian Doyle Murray, his brother, uh, shows up. Uh, you know, on Cousin Eddie kidnaps him, 
and brings him to the house and you know because he didn't give him the bonus or whatever and that is the same part that is on every single time so it's pretty much the end of the movie yeah. i mean for for me it's like it was like a family event would all you know right. would all sit down and watch it and now you call your family like i'm watching it are you watching it? it's on tvs or whatever it's on i remember cheryl and marty I, taking me to see it when it came out I, I, I or or we watched it, rented it, you know, home VHS video the moment it came out, like late '80s. I remember watching it. I, I, it's funny. <laughs> um, late '80s. I, I I think that was '88, '89, or something like that. But I do remember seeing it when it came out. I think we were over one of my aunt's houses, and you know, everyone was around watching it because Chevy Chase was such a big thing at the time. <laughs> <laughs> my mother that's that's my mother loved him that's what it is though people well he was a likable guy he was a likable actor and he played the part well mm-hmm. but i guess you know as we know he was an asshole to some staff oh, i guess he's like the biggest shitbag on earth to work with <laughs> <laughs> supposedly but but i still love him i'm not gonna say i don't love his movies but i guess he's just not a yeah no a kind mean, individual when he when he, when he when he was on he was on i mean that i could go on for 10 episodes talking about bill murray you know mm-hmm. him you love him he's funny but he actually when he did that stuff when he came to your house and he did dishes <laughs> and he, you know bill murray would, when i was when i was in you know functioning alcoholicville i wanted bill murray to come through and i was being so friggin' bad you had to have a karaoke machine and like two bottles of jagermeister and I, you know, I was like, I hope he shows up. That would be, be awesome. so like, awesome. Be <laughs> it, 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 it was stupid, but it was. That's what it was. But I, I enjoy Bill Murray too. His work, he's another one where it's like you're watching What About Bob, mm-hmm. even though that's not a Christmas movie. You, or you're watching anything he's mm-hmm. in. You, you got to call friends and family. Hey, I'm. If it's on, hey, I'm watching it. Are you watching it? Yeah, okay. You know, you, you, all your recite lines. You know, I'll send you a text from uh, a movie. Yep. He's, you know, we've been sending what about Bob texts and everything <laughs> for years. These, uh, that's like Rushmore. Yeah. These are all Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> He's yeah, and all and all that all that stuff was out there. I know, too. I know. Some of his, some of his great, all the great, all the greats. I, I like comedy. But all the greats to me ad libbed their well, stuff. Yeah. It wasn't in the script. It was just spur. Will Ferrell does and that. I, uh, yeah, because he because he learned from all the people before mm-hmm. him, and he it, it's when it works when these people are on it's on and it's good. Well, it's fun and they're good. At the, they're good at their craft. It's funny you say that because um the most famous one of the most famous scenes in Caddyshack was ad libbed. It wasn't in the script when uh, Bill Murray and Chevy yep. Chase are smoking the joint, and uh, you know they're in the little house where Carl lives, and they hated each other because they had fist fought when he came back to host SNL. Like that year, yeah. <laughs> this was like seventy eight, seventy nine. They they were first fighting. On I know, set. I know. Through take. Through so takes. then they kind of they supposedly what? they did that scene and reconciled, and ever since they've been okay. <laughs> but 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 see that just goes to show you you can have problems with someone, still work with them and make a good product. That's kind of like right. growing up. You you have to. You might not like everyone you deal with yeah. in life. But you have to deal with them because you're a fucking adult. That's I love how Chevy do. Chase says, like, he kept looking out of the corner of his eye thinking Bill Murray was going to hit him with the nine iron. Because <laughs> he goes, he was just, he was nuts. So he, he could have. 
but and then it scene that's not even in the script and it, it comes out awesome that's comic genius comic gold right there two greats heavyweights in the same scene i mean how many heavyweights are in that movie ted baxter ted knight the great ted knight uh, 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 enough and enough rodney enough in his prime <laughs> i mean that's yep. just a great uh, you, you know you know you know oh, i love him rodney is the best <laughs> he, he's fantastic oh. Let's not. That's not. We could devote a whole episode to back. Oh to my school. God! They said he he did uh, enough cocaine to uh, on set to kill a horse or two. <laughs> back then, that's which which again, it, it that was that was what it was yeah, back then. Miami in the and, early eighties. <laughs> you know, I, I'm I, I'm not advocating. No, that, of course not. We're a sobriety podcast. <laughs> absolutely. But, you know the stories on set of that movie are just. You know, classics in the industry. It's hey, what do you got? What um, else you got? Well, um, uh, it was. So I, I I know we were supposed to start that Celestine prophecy. Yes, that I, I was actually going to bring that up. Uh, I haven't. For those that don't know, yep. I I uh, gave Joe a copy of the Celestine prophecy. There was a. Uh, addict to athlete on Instagram loves this book. He he's posting stories of it all the time. So I picked up two copies. I said I'm gonna see what this is all about. I read the first ten pages so far. Um, it's about uh, it's by James Redfield. It is supposedly supposedly it's fiction, but it talks about adventure and discovery and. Uh, finding your inner self and stuff of that nature. So it's supposed to be really good. I'm I'm looking forward to finding the time to read as much as mm-hmm. I can, and then we can. I know you just said you didn't. I, sell yeah, it I wasn't. I I have had no time to. I I tried to read a little of a couple of things these last few days. It's. I mean, I haven't even had you know time on the shitter. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's 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 funny when you go to, um. For me, when I when we started the podcast, I would I would go crazy, prepping and all this stuff. For those that don't know, uh, we use Anchor. Uh, it's a it's an app you can create your own podcast. We there's no real heavy editing. We basically do this on one take, and whatever sticks sticks. I I do have the ability to edit, but I like to one of the reasons I like doing this with Joe is we keep it raw and real and just go with the flow. That's, that's what I like about how we podcast. There's no real Mm -hmm. polish. It's real. And people like that. It's, Mm -hmm. and and, and for those, for those guests that are going to come on, we're not, I like to bring content, but we bring a, a, we, I like to bring information and help others and, root them on but we do it in a fun way it's it's very lighthearted, um and we want to bring laughs because recovery is work and you it, you everyone should take it seriously and sobriety wh- whether you're getting sober from whatever you're getting sober from it's real work and everyone should take it seriously and work their best and if you go to meetings and that's your thing you can do that, but also you need to 
be able to laugh, especially in these times. I'm not going to get into all that, but you need to be able to laugh. You need to be able to take a joke and give a joke. And absolutely. That's, that's what I say. I, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's been a strange week for me between, uh, the weather and, and work, um, and not having much time to do anything. And, and when I am home, I've just been very, very just burnt out and tired and, uh, you know, Angelina is, has so much energy. I get no time to do as much as I'd like because it's always like seeing what she's doing. <laughs> so I've been watching a lot of Disney stuff and over and over again, <laughs> the same three or four things. <laughs> you know, <laughs> the good thing I will say is that she does like the old school DuckTales, which, you know, we liked in the when we were young. And uh, so she she loves it. If you if if you don't like, yeah, you're learn to because it's on again, again. <laughs> but I don't mind Ducktales because it's like a bunch of seasons and it, it's it's actually really well written for a kids show. And every time you know I hear her say Uncle Scrooge or Duckies, I you know it makes my heart melt. <laughs> a, a lot of those um, a lot of those shows had a lot of those quote unquote kids shows had oh, adult yeah. jokes to keep the adults to keep the adults yeah. listening. You know the kids, they all watching too. The kids didn't know what it meant, but they oh yeah, the especially Ducktales, Uncle Scrooge, and and things they say like uh, it's not just for kids. And and the stuff today is just so much more dumbed down and pussified that you see for these kids on TV. It, it, there is no adult jokes. I mean, it's it's very straightforward, and I kind of miss that. I do. There's a there's a time and the there's a time and a place and. They feel as you know that Bill, they have to. Bill Burr, the, Bill Burr, the comedian, said, "For those that are comedians, it's hard to be a comedian now because you can't. What what he thinks is funny, you might say something and you say the wrong thing and you strike a nerve with right. someone and that's it. You you're yep. canceled. Which, you know, you you don't want to see anyone oh. canceled, but." Speaking of that, speaking of that, I saw in our sober community that uh, the whole Tropicana debacle. Did you know? I, I I seen people making mention about it. What what exactly happened? So Gabrielle Union partnered mm-hmm. with Tropicana, and it was basically glorifying mommy drinking and the mommy wine culture. So it was something with a mini fridge and it was take a moment Mm. to do this and take a moment for yourself Mm -hmm. like a mimosa but it was glorifying you know like don't watch your kids take Mm. time for yourself and it's it's quarantine so you can get fucked up and we're in a pandemic and i gotta i have to applaud all of our uh women in the sober community they stood up they were bullshit and as they should be and they basically were fired back at Tropicana and Tropicana apologized and they said they were ending mm. the campaign. So, so sober ladies in our community, I applaud you. Uh, hats off, job well done. You, you're showing people that some shit won't stand. Uh, they didn't. Some of the people didn't want to cancel Tropicana, but they wanted to use it as a teaching moment. Some of the women, which was cool, they said, you know, we don't want to cancel you. We want to mm-hmm. educate you. Um, I believe. Better marketing was the was the thing. They wanted to say, uh, market better, market mm-hmm. your products better. 
I mean, you have you have Tropicana, which is dr a dry product that people use as a right. mixer, and they and they and they're glorifying fucking you know mommy wine culture, which was yeah stupid. You know that'd be like ah uh, club soda or Schweppes ginger ale jumping right. in the game. It's it, it's just and I I'm, I was proud. Like I was like, wow, this is really cool. Like look at what look at what all these ladies did. They stood up and, and, and men too, they, they stood up and they just fought back. And within like 48 hours, Tropicana issued an apology and that was awesome. Wow. So good for you. So put one, put one in the wind column. Well, yeah, Tropicana is a juice like vitamin C and, and, and nutrients like, uh, it, I, people, people were posting stories and, um, a, a few accounts would go. And ask, you know, go to the uh, Dunkin' Donuts drive-thru and ask, what do you have? Is it Tropicana or is it something else? And it was simply orange. And they, it's it just people, people aren't drinking it. So that they'll feel that, you know, they'll, they'll feel it when people don't buy their products. Because I almost have a feeling like these work. places are going to be serving booze soon. Like, I, I don't know why, but the way they make it feel like, like the fast food places and, and, you know, the local like coffee shops, like I could see them doing like brew pub stuff and all that, you know? I mean, we don't, we don't have, we didn't have all that shit here. We didn't have to, to, you know, now, and I know, I know bars have to survive. Um, People who own bars slash restaurants mm -hmm. want to survive, but they're offering to go this and to go that and to go this. And for someone in the sober community, I, I don't, you know, I don't want to yeah. see that because I'm I'm past all that. Like, you know, people are going to do what they're going to do, but I'm I'm Good. past all that. Good. Yeah, I, you know, I'm, I'm sure this won't be the last we hear of it from a company, though, you know. No, someone else will do. Again, if you if you're in even mm -hmm. even the podcast, so we mark we market ourselves, we market we market the sober lens, and not everyone is going to agree with mm -hmm. everything we say. The beauty of that is right. you don't have to. If we fuck up, you can call us out on our shit. I'm, we're going to listen. We're gonna. We're all on the same journey trying to get better i just i, I just feel as and, though like and, people and think oh it's the pandemic it's the end of the fucking world like oh let's uh let's just you know let's just do whatever you know that's what it is it's it's to me it's a crock mm -hmm. that's a that's a cop out you know people would be doing the same shit even if there yeah, was no they're just using it as a, a crutch or an excuse you know, we can day drink now every day, even if we have kids like, and you know, and I see it on, on, on Instagram and, and whatnot, people that might not be like in the sober community, but you know, that, that do that stuff. And I'm not saying I'm judging them or not because I've done it before, but it's bad, especially now that I'm, you know, I'm a parent and I, I, I just can't picture myself doing that. I, I'm not going to judge them, but it's, I'm not saying it's responsible or that you should, <laughs> you know? I mean, once you have a kid, um, to to me like that, you gotta you gotta you gotta do better. So I was talking to my mother, and she was like, "Oh, I was telling someone I work with, um, you you named your kid Jameson, <laughs> then you stopped drinking." <laughs> um, he he did for for the record, and I'll put this out there. He isn't <laughs> named after the liquor. 
Uh, he is, I didn't want to call mm-hmm. him James. So Jameson is actually son of James. So that's yeah, why it's a Viking James. name. So, <laughs> they, son <laughs> of the go. James. <laughs> uh, so, uh, oh, back to, uh, I did want to bring up a point that I noticed, uh, when you were talking about like the streaming and you couldn't find elf, um, Oh, I found it. It was just, no. I was like, I'm not you shouldn't have to. Nope. I saw today that, that what started streaming was a new version of Stephen King's The Stand. Do you remember that book and miniseries? And I tried to find it and it turns out it's on the CBS All Access and you got to, you got to do the, the trial and then they charge you after the trial's over. And, you know, it's CBS is like their Hulu and it's like, geez, like, come on, like, I can't everything is like a streaming thing now, but it turned out that because I still hung on to the, you know, the basic cable Xfinity, they, they have that built in. So I don't have to pay for those movies on the, so I'm going to stop that tonight. If anyone's listening, the stand is considered, you know, the, you know, the modus operandi of um, Stephen King books that, and probably it and, and a couple others to a lesser extent, but, uh, I do. I am looking forward to it. I, I did mean, like the old one with Lieutenant Dan and Rob Lowe back in the '90s. It's just you know the special effects didn't hold up as well. And I also saw that it's gaining a lot of attention and ridicule for you know people up in arms that they're they're showing this now. They decided to drop it now because we're in a, a virus pandemic, and the whole premise of the book is it's a virus that gets left out of a lab that ends the world and starts you know the battle of Armageddon between good and evil. So. I guess they're getting a lot of shit for it too, so it should be interesting. I hope it's decent, and if anyone's listening, check it out. Let us know your thoughts, and uh, you know we'll touch on it again at some point. Actually, to tie into that too, I am um, going back to music. There's this uh, group I listen to called Duran uh, Duran Jones mm-hmm. and the Indications, and uh, he does voiceover work on the show, and he, I think he also the band contributes some tracks. Um, they're a soulful band in the in the vein mm-hmm. of Otis and Sam. Uh, Sam, Cook I gotta check it out. It's good stuff. So I will probably Kara Kara loves Stephen King, so we'll probably be checking that out as well. So I mean, again, if I have to pay for that, fine. Mm-hmm. I just just Elf. I'm like, I'm not paying. I'm not paying for it. <laughs> Something that's like a subscription that you 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 get your value and your money's for and your money's worth. I'm gonna pay for Elf. I'm like it. It should be on you know TBS or something, and it probably is. It'll probably be on, but just to no, I don't know. I'm spoiled <laughs> to not have it at my fingertips. Kind of pissed me off, and then it was like it's cable. It's cable taunted me like he never left us. You know. Yeah, <laughs> I know. That's it's, what you it's get interesting. for leaving us. It's interesting. Uh, did I talk about the the movies that made us last week with the elf with the elf one? Uh, did. I thought you that did, was yes. funny with the yeah. James Conn thing. That was that I touched on that. That was good. I always forget John Favre made the movie. Uh, that kind of started his career directing as well. Made a lot of a lot of people broke out of that film actually. So. Uh, Zoe Deschanel, yeah. Will Ferrell, uh, James Co- James Conn's yeah. had a renaissance. She, 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 
again speaking of music she had the uh she had that group oh. she and him oh that was i think yes. it was she and him where they oh. they did the, that's her yeah her and yeah. Uh, some some guy that i don't i forgot about that was that right uh, now. was that but, billy vallo is that his name billy vallo i forgot uh, about that i don't know but uh it i think they did a christmas mm -hmm. album and uh some other i don't know some other stuff but she that's why the the uh singing was so good there the the shower mm -hmm. scene there it was a baby it's cold outside yeah yeah another another song that's... that's called politically incorrect now or suggesting things i mean it's a 60 year old song <laughs> i like another another a topic for another day <laughs> uh An another day uh, uh do you no, have anything else um i'd like to give my shout out um if i could uh to uh sure a good friend of mine uh my buddy chris uh i'm hoping he's listening i uh, hadn't heard from him in a while and uh he is uh, a couple months sober again. He had relapsed. He fell off. Um, but uh, he is doing okay. And he actually saw that we were doing the podcast. And he was like, wow, Joe, uh, you and Jim, you're both great. I, I can't believe I I should have saw you doing something like this all along. You're made for it. <laughs> and he, he commended us and said that uh, he was really proud of us and said that, uh, you know, it's definitely a calling of mine he could have saw. And so I hope he's listening to this newest episode and uh, I hope to have him on as a guest in the new year. And I hope he is strong and stays on the, the good path and I love him and uh, I enjoy, you know, talking to him always. And he's, he's a funny bastard. If we have him on, uh, it, it'll definitely, he'll be a great guest to have on uh, as often as possible. Amen. I hope he's doing well and, have him hit us up and we'll work that out so we are going to take the next two weeks off for christmas eve and new year's eve respectively uh we both want to wish you a great and blessed holiday season we look forward to amping up our content in 2021 our first show back will be january 7th and we'll be starting to have guests on the podcast if you're interested telling your story or whatever you'd like to talk about dm us and we'll set something up uh, my shout-outs this week are short and sweet. I want to give a shout-out to Erica, a.k.a. Sober Thriving, for always supporting us, and I'm sure you'll all be hearing from her soon. Uh, as always, I'm at the Sober Lens on all social media. Joe is at Sober Lens Joe on Instagram. Links to stream the podcast and uh, the website musicartandbrews.com are in our bios. Reach out, connect, and let's stay sober together. As mom always says, stay classy, everyone. Have a great week, guys. <laughs>